Hello and welcome to Life Open Boxes. It is me, Brandy Nicole, and I have with me today Tamara. Hey guys. <laughs> she look, she I get shy now, but y'all know I'm gonna break her out of her shell. So Tamara, you wanna tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yes. I am 17. I do a little bit of activism here and there. Uh, I'm pretty laid back to myself most of the time. So, yeah. Okay. What kind of activist do you do? What kind of activist are you? Um, sometimes it's about civil rights. Sometimes it's just about being pro-black or just kind of being who you are unapologetically. Okay. I don't know really what the word is for that. Oh, no, that's but. the perfect word. You speak <laughs> in my language. That is everybody that know me know that I am super pro-black. I can't talk. I'm super pro-black. I love my black people. I'm always fighting for us. You know, I wouldn't say I advocate not on a, um, maybe not the right way. <laughs> maybe the unapologetic way that you do as well. And so how do you enjoy doing it? Where started you in that? Um, See, I've been going to mostly white schools since the second grade. Okay. So it kind of took a while for me to come into my blackness. Oh, okay. And then when I did, I went like hardcore at it. Like, yeah. No weave, like shea butter all the way. Like, like I was like really like into like the natural stuff. Yeah. And then I kind of just started getting tired of taking little microaggressions and just like pushing it down or like not reacting to things to be scared of being called aggressive or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then after that, I kind of just was like, okay, well, now I kind of want to talk about this to other people that you don't have to be passive. Yes, you do to not. To just not be the stereotype. That Especially as a young black woman, you need to be strong because you'll soon be a... Well, you kind of grown, but you'll be a grown black woman and then you'll have more, unfortunately, um, things that are coming to you that you can't be passive about because then people feel like they can take advantage of you. They can take advantage of your uh, sweetness and your kindness, especially sometimes people that look like us and then, but mostly people that don't look like us. I won't say white people because you know, everybody always say I'm racist, but I don't think I'm racist. I think that I'm just super pro-black, like what you say. So did something happen that made you want to be more um, aggressive and more pro-black than what you were before? I know you say you went to uh, all white, you know, mostly white schools. And Martavis, um, so I know Tamara through my son, Martavis. They go to school together. And he kind of grew up like that too and mostly uh well, I won't say predominantly, but mostly mixed schools. So he and he's super light skinned. So, <laughs> so yeah, but he, from being around me, being around his mother, I think he gets more of his blackness. And I think what took me there was like seeing, even though we know that black, you know, balance against black people have been around, unfortunately, forever, but seeing it more and then having more kids made me want to jump into it head first so what was it besides the school thing did something maybe an incident happen or and if i'm getting, being too personal let me know okay. okay is that you know that made you want to turn that lead uh so uh, around seventh eighth grade uh -huh. most of my friends were white or hispanic mm -hmm. 
And then we got into a little bit of trouble, as, like, kids normally do or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was being targeted by the administration because I was the only black one. It was, like, so was this, like, your idea to do this? Oh, or wow. Basically, like, the blame got put on me. And then I was, like, I had nothing to do with it, honestly. Right. You know, but I ended up getting, like, way worse punishment. Than really? the rest of the people. Oh, I know that it's your mom and your mom. Yeah, and I, I, I was like, like, what do you do? Like yeah. at thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, it's how like, do you fight back? Yeah, yeah. So I kind of just started with like talking to my friends about it, or then other people, then like posting online about it. Okay. Or like writing, I write like essays and then post them on different websites to where you can like read about a topic or nice. something. Nice. So that's usually what I do there, but yeah, it kind of started from that. It's not started from that. So what do you do you do now? Now that you're older, you have more um, leeway, so to say, right? You're 17. You'll be 18 soon. So can you see yourself being like a motivational speaker, or maybe writing a you write your essays? What about publishing a book with your ideas or? Uh, with your motivation or your uh, essays in them to about incidents that you know would promote your pro pro blackness. Have you ever thought about anything like that? I've definitely thought about public speaking about stuff like that. Okay, but I also kind of don't like being in the Spotlight. like light of public that much. Yeah. So maybe a book would probably be the better way. The to book. Do it. Well, if you publish a book, then you're gonna have to be in the limelight too. Well, yeah, I just, <laughs> it's just a different level. Yeah, I mean because you have to promote your biz. Your well, I say it's a business because I write books, but you have to promote yourself. You want people to read it because you want them to see it. So you can't just publish and just be like, "Oh, people are gonna read it." No, you gotta have to give them something to read. That's like one of my biggest things. Why I don't like to. I like. I feel like I should just write, and then I know my shit good. And everybody should just read it. That's how I feel. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to market it. I shouldn't have to, like, put it out there. Be like, word of mouth should be enough. And then, but it's not, I'm learning that it's not enough. Because no matter how good your product is, if nobody knows about it, how would they know to get it? So, I'm like that too. I I think I'm, uh, um, I'm not, I can be really shy. But, and I shouldn't be because everybody's, I don't know. I shouldn't be, but like I hate doing like these podcast lives. I'd rather do it like this, an environment like I'm behind the mic as opposed. But everybody's always saying, "Oh, you should do them live," and I'd be like, "Ugh, I don't want." I feel so shy when I do it live. I feel like I can't talk, and it's just I feel constricted, and it's it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, kind of like a everybody's watching. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's only like two people. <laughs> feel like it's on the internet now I can't and it's one thing to be behind the mic nobody can see me nobody knows who's behind this voice they just know it's Brandy Nicole you know yeah. aka Mina Bree Mina Bree is like this name I'm finna I'm gonna get it tatted on me I don't know why I like that name I'm finna start writing under that name Mina Bree I don't know where I get it from <laughs> it just came to me and it's, it's mine now I don't even know where I came from but um so okay so besides your can I tell them what you told me earlier about you going to school? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so Miss Tamara is graduating a year early, right? Yes, ma'am. She is about to go to college at 18. Um, she started taking high school classes in middle school, right? Yes. Fellas, listen, ladies, 
Listen, if you're a teenager and you listen to this show, and that is the way to go. Like, smart, beautiful black woman. Mm, boy, let me tell you. If I was a young man, I don't know about my... Look, I'm going to shut up. So... <laughs> I almost said something. I don't want to disrespect nobody, but yes, that is the way to go. So how do you feel about graduating early and going to college? Are you scared? I'm 100% scared, <laughs> but I'm so excited. Yeah. It like keeps me motivated knowing that I'm about to go to college. That you want to, so what are you going to school for? Social work, human services. Social work? Ooh. Um, it's a very respectful, hard job. It's a lot. You're going to have to learn how to, do you know how to leave? Well, you don't, you haven't started that yet, but you're going to have to leave it at work. Yeah. I have yeah. a cousin that's uh, in social work right oh, now. Okay. So I kind of just talked to her a little bit about it. And I know that it's like kind of like an emotional job too to yes. see kids that you want to help, but have to like leave go them through at protocol. Work. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I used to work with kids in mental health and it was hard to leave it at the desk. It's very hard, but you could do it. You smart. You strong. You can do it. Your mind be how I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't grow up like that. I'm a bad girl now. Almost sometimes. I try to be good, but when you get older, you have more freedom. Yeah. So, so, so high school can be hard. See, high school for me was really fun. I don't want to. I know your, you have your mom and dad. Have y'all had like the boy? Do you have a boyfriend? No, ma'am, I don't. No? Have you ever had a boyfriend? I'm sure you have. Oh, uh, look. On the record, no. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't think your mom and daddy listen to the show. Maybe not. Maybe so. I don't know. On the record, no. Okay. Do your parents allow you to date? Yes, they do. They do? The reason why I haven't dated or, let me say, been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's because I saw how they were with my sister. Yeah. And I am not going to put myself through that. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Well, you know what? What people take and what people accept and the type of person that a person chooses to deal with is totally different. So you might choose somebody that's totally different than what your sister chose. That's what my mom Like, my said. sister, like, the men that she chose, I would probably never be with, but I always had... A type, and then now that I'm older, I think I'm reverting to her type a little bit. But I'm I'm married, so I'm happy in my marriage. I love my husband. He is the perfect guy for me because I'm a lot. I am a lot. I can be spoiled. I can be selfish. I can be whiny. Then I can be thug life. So and he knows all my sides and love all my sides. So he is the perfect man for me. But back in the days, I wanted a dope boy and all that. Bull crap. So, but now that I'm older, <laughs> you don't you don't see that, huh? You don't see that? Yeah, I know. I know. That's how I want it. The shy, innocent, nice, wholesome lady. That's how I want you to see me. Okay. <laughs> the way you just did your head like bullshit. <laughs> like I don't see that. <laughs> so, do your parents allow you today? Uh, yes, they do. I just. I'm sure my mom's ready for me too because she's really? always asking. Okay. But um, yeah, I feel like for a while she made, might have thought I was like gay or something because uh-huh. I haven't brought any boys around. Yeah. But that's just not the case. It's just kind of like I'd rather wait. You rather wait. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that means you keeping yourself to yourself, your body to yourself. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll take that for what I think and I'll leave it off of that. Okay. So would you date? When you start to get in relationships, would you date 
uh, someone out of your race, being that you're so pro-black, do you think your family would accept you dating someone out your race? Um, I think they would eventually accept it. Mm -hmm. I know what I've been told, but I mean, you kind of just got to do what makes you happen. (laughs) Yeah. I always tell, and it's weird because uh, Martavis is dating a Puerto Rican girl. And I used to always tell them, if she can't use your comb, don't bring her home. Because that's what my grandma used to tell me. And it's not that I don't want him to date out of his race. Because I still, in my lifetime, I've found someone outside of my race that was attractive, but I've never dated outside of my race. But I would, I mean, I accept, I mean, I'm accepting it now, but I would accept anybody that, but I would prefer, and no shade, I would prefer him to marry a black woman. And that's just, but I can't make him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I would prefer to marry a black man yeah. too. Yeah, because I feel like um, other races, even though they want to understand what we experience they on the daily, they can't. They can always say, I understand. I'm here for you. And be like, no, you don't. You don't understand. Because regardless if you march with us, you still have your white privilege and we don't. Yeah, it's like certain life experiences that make you who you are. Oh, yeah. You, you, that's not something you can relate through words. Right. You know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. See how smart she is, y'all? Man, listen. <laughs> Man, listen. You sitting here, I'm going to have to get you let me let me mute that part. I'm going to have to get you a shot or something. Get you to loosen up and, and be comfortable. I know I'm limited to, I'm not going to give her a drink, family. I'm not. I'm joking. She's only 17. She's not going to get a drink. But when she come around when she's 21, it's on and popping. <laughs> Let everybody know. I'm going to be that lady offering all my son's kid uh, friends drinks when they want to drink. When they 21. Not when they minors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, let's see. What else can I... I don't want to step out of my bounds with you. I know you say you're an open book. But are there any questions that you want to ask me? Anything that you want to... Share. Um, Tell us where you post your essays. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want people to read them, right? You want to motivate, right? You yes. want to inspire. You can't do that with your words if you don't share them, right? Are you comfortable sharing it? Because uh, I want to read them. Like now that you brought it up, I dead ass want to read them. I, I can send you some, but okay. I usually don't attach my name to them, okay. just because like digital footprint is a thing. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So do you, is there a lot of aggression in them or worries that you don't want people to know? I know you haven't got into your life or your career yet, so I understand that part. So I won't put no pressure on you as far as that, but. Oh, um. Is it that you're afraid? I mean, not afraid, but uh, you want to be cautious in the words that you put out there for yourself? Definitely, especially like trying to get into college and stuff. Yeah. Because I know that they like kind of like search your name up sometimes. Yeah. Like kind of see what like pops up. And I don't want, like, the first thing you see is to be, like, something, like, negative. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and definitely, up. it's not a negative thing. I don't want you to think that it's negative, but they, it can be construed as negative. So, I get that. Because when people Google me, I know they're going to see some shit and be like, damn. <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> but I'm at the point in my life that I, I care, but I don't care. I care to the point that I still have to live. Definitely still got to make money, still got to hustle, but um, you have to take me as I am. But you're still 17. You still have a life. You're trying to get into school. You're going to be a social worker. So, yeah, definitely you don't want 
I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. I was going to say, you don't want to look. I'll tell you when we get off the air. So, um, what about, so tell us some more about yourself. What other hobbies do you have besides Black Pantherism? <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> um, I'm really, really into music. Okay. I, I feel like I'm a connoisseur of music. Oh, what kind of music do you like? Uh, I love, love Michael Jackson music down mm. to like breaking apart each song yeah. for what it is, down to the meaning of words, yeah. to albums, how they go together, what music videos go together, kind of like the artistry of music videos, how he's like, he basically like redid how music videos were done. Oh yeah. So like, I really, really love music. I love singing. I tried to take up playing instruments, but it just wasn't working. No, so you never play any instrument? I can play piano. Oh, nice. But off of sheet music. I can't play it by myself. That's a good... Yes, you can. You just haven't tried it. You can do anything. You definitely can do anything that you put your mind to. I can already <laughs> see that. So, uh, so Michael Jackson, any other artists that you like? What do you think? Oh. Okay, okay, this is good because I like music too, but I'm not like a connoisseur. I like, I just like what I like. So, what do you think about the music from like Michael Jackson's time to the music now? How do you feel about the music now? Because the music back then was the shiznit. Yes, I feel like it's really hard to find good music nowadays. Yeah, like you can find. A song has like a nice beat to it, but it's like, what are you like actually listening to? Like a bunch of like mumbling and jumbling <laughs> and or yeah. like bull, like, yeah, talking yes. about like sex or yeah. drugs, yeah. And then like I know you sing about love too, but it's kind of like a different way of singing yeah. about it or rapping about it. It's kind of just like it's all they, about put something in the back of my throat, kind of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah. it's very shallow nowadays. Yeah. Very shallow. Look at that. She turned it see she turned my little unintelligent word until she found the cuter word. It's shallow. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Damn. Okay. I'm just messing I'm just messing around with you. But yes, yes, music. So is there any artist that you enjoy today that you like listening to? Um, I think Janae Iko. Has I love really good music. music. Okay, I I like the way she she is with words. Yeah, I find something really beautiful about her music. Yeah, and her voice is really soothing. Yes, yes, definitely. her voice is really. Any rappers or anything that you like? I'm not a rap girl. No, not at all. <laughs> no, dang, no Tupac, no Plies, no Born Hustler. My nephew is a rapper. I'm happy that you listen to his music. Okay, it's not. Um, and I have a cousin that rap, but he's on the radio. And I don't like to tell people that, even though I am extremely proud of him, I am very happy for the progress that he's made in his life. I don't like to um, tell people that we're family because I don't want it to make it look like I'm coattailing. But I, in private, I hope he knows that I'm super duper proud of him. And I love him just like I did when he, ain't nobody know his name. So, um... I'll tell you off air who it is. Okay. But <laughs> I like to promote him, but I don't I don't know a way to promote him where it doesn't seem like I'm promoting him and riding 
if people be like, oh, you just say you know him because he, I don't like by the way. Yeah, yeah, like I, so I love him. I'm deaf, and I'm sure he knows that. And I hope he knows it. And I'm super duper proud. I'm like fucking happy that he's made it as far as he had. But I don't want to make it like I'm using his name for anything. So, um, but yeah, I I listen to rap because of them. I listen to their music, but I think that there is not a rapper out right now that I even listen to. That so I'm with you on that. Yeah. Even female rap. Now I now Megan the Stallion, I heard her do like um this rap thing on the radio when she first came out. And it was really dope because I like people that can freestyle and kinda like um what's it called? I can't even think. Yeah, freestyle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and can just rap off the beat. But now I feel like it's the same thing over and over again. It's like I'm sick of hearing yeah. about her ass and her <laughs> sucking dick and her you know, stuff like that. So, God, I hope your family's not like church going people and I'm talking like this. Like, that's I, a pastor. Oh, is he? <laughs> Lord Jesus, my mouth. I'm sorry. It's Look, okay. I am <laughs> I am who I am, but I'm sorry. I do have a really bad mouth sometimes, but that's just who I am. I did like Megan the Stallion yeah. for a while. Yeah. But it's like now, like this music video that she just did, mm-hmm. it was like her... And practically like naked, and she had like patches over her like nipples mm-hmm. that like went down her torso, and then like covered like her vagina area. Mm-hmm. But like the background of the music video was like animated butts on the wall, and it was like, girl, how do you like what is? And you're that? a college graduate. I was so proud of her when she. Um, graduated college and all that stuff and it was like she was going to school and and of course college don't make a person who they are you know you are who you are period school is just a way for you to learn and grow as a person but yeah I don't even watch music video I am a reader I can I read I can't wait to, to read your essays but I will read and clear a book in a day so that's me I'd rather read than watch TV all day yeah 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 so but I I don't think I want to watch. After that crybaby stuff, I think I fell all the way off. I'm like, like, really? We, and back in my days, believe it or not, we used to do the crybaby. Like, lay on the floor and do the crybaby. That is so old. But the fact that they wrote... I like the fact that they can um, recycle it, if that's, you know, and make it, like, where it's from back then and they're making it back famous. But come on, it's a way to do things. It's just... I'm over it. I'm over it. I never liked Carly B. Ever since she called black women roaches, I never liked her. <laughs> and that was when she first came out. And then she married a black man and had black babies. Like, bitch, really? Like, yeah. so, mm, no, nah, it's a no for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I like, uh, is there any female rappers that I like? I can't even think of one back in the days. Like, Yo-Yo, maybe? MC Light? I used to love MC Light. You probably don't know who these people are. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm telling my age. And you know what? I think they were in an era before me, but I like to I like how you like to listen to Michael Jackson. I like it to listen. And I still do love my old school music, my um, Earth, Wind, and Fire, and like the OJs and stuff like that. So I love older music. I think music is supposed to grow over time, and it seems like over time it's been getting worse. And I don't know if it's because the oppression is different or, like you say, they're shallow now. So, I don't know. I think it all has to do with, like, the culture. The of, culture. Yeah, because, I mean, like, honestly, the music represents what life is like here. <laughs> <laughs> so, now they all about titties and ass now, huh? Basically. They, everybody is so shallow now. 
I get it. I get it. One day I'll be shallow. Not you. Not you. <laughs> and I don't think I'm, I surround myself by anybody that's in that. Um, I don't even know. Well, I know a couple of people, but, like, but we don't surround themselves. Mm, no. Or they pretend. And then it's just like, that's on you. So yeah. what about, so besides music, writing, and you're a black activist, right? What else is there? Do you drive yet? Uh, sort of, kind of. Sort of, kind of. <laughs> I took driving school back in October, and now I'm just waiting to get my license. Oh, okay. Okay, so you you went through the whole, so you didn't do it on, like, online. You did it, because Martavis did his online, and I think that was more, I think we had more fun with that, him doing his modules online, but I don't think he learned crap. <laughs> yeah, I had to sit through a cold, old classroom, yeah. like, from 6.30 to 8.30 for a month Woo! to do my test. And then, like, once you do the test, you have, like, drive times where yeah. you, like, drive with them. They teach you how to drive. Yeah. So, I think that was the whole point of me going in person was so they could teach me how to drive instead yeah. of my parents. That's what we've been trying. Yeah, that's what we've been trying to do. Maybe, um, like, um, take him out. But my nerves. And he got a heavy foot. I... And the streets, how they, you know how our neighborhood is, how they have all the cars on the side. <laughs> and it wasn't that bad when we first got here, but I swear, nobody parked in their yard. Nobody used their garage. Everybody is on the street. So, they kind of make it kind of hard to teach him. So, I mean, like, taking, like, when he comes from football practice, I let him drive home. Girl, let me tell you my life. I die, like, five times when we get home. I die, like, five times. But, I, I mean, and a part of it is I've been procrastinating, taking to get his license because I don't want him to grow up. I know. Don't tell him I said that, but I want my, I'm like, my baby is driving now. He's a big boy. He's dating. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I feel like at a certain point, it's like, it's inevitable. Yeah, it is. I know, but I don't know. Let me talk to your mom about that and see how she feels. I I feel like she will feel the same way. Absolutely. sometimes it's kind of like. I don't want to say annoying. Yeah. But but it is. It is. To kind of like try to do stuff for yourself so where you're like going to be okay without yeah. them. And then they're like not helping you get there as yeah. fast as you would like them to. Yeah. Or, the, or then it's maybe like a parent thing. Or yeah, then it's just like thing. let me fly a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it's because we see things in the world. I think sometimes that we don't want y'all to see, but I think it's good not to shelter. Because I was sheltered, and when I went to school, it was just like, oh, this is how people live. And then this, you know, outside of my house, oh my god, people party. What's a club? And I knew what a club was, but I was like, I didn't know what a club. And when I went to college, I had a roommate that was. Honey, she was about that life. So, <laughs> and I was trying to keep up with her and keep up with my grades. And I was like, and then I pledged. And then I was like, oh no, this is like, nobody told me that I could have this much fun in life. <laughs> and I, then I had Martavis. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably, it's probably good to be sheltered just a little bit, but. Yeah, it was, I was definitely sheltered growing up. Yeah. But then with, like, social media and stuff, it's kind of, like, hard to yeah. not see everything. Yeah. And uh, my sister and I, we had, like, I think it was, like, an Instagram account where she had it. Mm-hmm. And she would, like, let me look at hers, mm-hmm. like, before we were, like, actually allowed to. To get on it, yeah. And then, like, in the seventh or eighth grade, she was like, if you want social media, you can have it. 
And then I was just like, oh, so this is how y'all live? Ah! <laughs> <I was like, laughs> and, and then, uh, yeah, but I think I kind of just like kind of stayed the same. Like, I feel like at 13, I kind of already knew what I needed to know. Yeah. To kind of like be the way I am. Yeah. And then like, I actually just started going to like parties and stuff. Yeah. And I went to them like, not too long ago, like be like two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is crazy. Like a house party? No, it was like, we went to a ranch. It's like uh-huh. secluded from everywhere. Like, it's like, we live in the country almost, yeah. right? So it was like, maybe like four or five acres of land and then like a building smack mm-hmm. in the middle of it. And you kind of just like drive it in and it'll be like two, three hundred people there. It's like oh, okay. a whole shebang. And, um... My parents, when they pulled up, saw a guy with, like, beer on his shoulder and, like, blowing smoke out of his mouth. And they're uh, like, girl, where, where are you trying to go? <laughs> we gonna wait right here. When you're done, we'll be right here. Yeah. Yeah. They kind of, and I saw them, like, just park and sit there for a while. And yeah. I was, like, meeting some people I just met when we, uh, like, when I transferred oh, to schools. Gotcha. So, um, they were kind of just like, girl, what are you getting yourself into? Yeah. But it was kind of cool to, like, kind of see how people are, how people out here yeah. party. Because it's definitely different from where I came from. Yeah. And you come from Oak Cliff, right? I went to school in Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie. Uh-huh. But you say you were, you lived in Oak Cliff. Yes, ma'am. I've always wanted, since I lived in Texas, I don't care and I think it's from when I went to get my tattoos here and I heard people talking about Oak Cliff. I always wanted to go to see how it it's is. It's not even all that. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the hood concept of it yes. that I want to go and see. But they always say if you're not from Oak Cliff, don't go to Oak Cliff. So I learned my lesson when I was in, we used to live in Florida. When I used to live in Florida, I went to Miami and we were like, it was like this big place called James L. Knight Center and then like right down the street was like the hood the projects and I got lost in the project and I was pregnant with Martavis at the time and I was scared and ever since that incident I said I would never go somewhere where I don't know where I'm at or I know someone when I know it's a bad place so I've yeah. been looking for somebody to take me to Oak Cliff one day somebody gonna take me yeah I'm excited to go back we have like a snow cone shop that I swear is the best in Texas yeah like uh, right by my old house, uh-huh. and we always go out there to go get snow cones or whatever. Y'all probably got the best food in Oak Cliff too. It's always the hood that have the best food. <laughs> <laughs> All the yeah. little rundown mom and pop restaurants that've been around forever, where the grease is stuck to the bottom of the pots. The food is probably so good there. Yeah. I yeah, see, I bet, <laughs> I bet. Okay, so. I lost my train. I was going to tell you, ask you another question. I forgot it just that fast. Talking about, see, I got excited about Oak Cliff. <laughs> um, and I'll probably go and be like, okay, Tamara is right. It's not, uh, it's not all that. <laughs> Do you miss it just a little bit? Like some of your friends from back there? Do you ever talk to them? I'm sure you still talk to some of them. Do you? No. No? I, okay. I kind of like ghosted like every single person <laughs> yeah from before uh-huh and it wasn't like a like just disappeared thing it's kind of like a gradual like stop talking gotcha. to them. but i feel like since i i think i came when i was like 15 i feel like i changed as a person anyways so yeah. they kind of don't fit me anymore. where you are now oh it's called growing up yeah. oh look at that baby it's growing up do you feel any peer pressure because you you seem like such a smart girl like, you, you, you know what you want. You know where you want to be. Do you feel any pressure to conform to some of the ways that the generation is 
into now some of the things like the little shallow things that we talked about or you know um smoke i mean being the preacher's daughter i'm sure you have some hardships that the rest of us probably don't have <laughs> do you feel a lot of um peer pressure oh definitely it, it's like definitely a thing but not in the way yeah. that they teach us it is yeah uh always i always think that like whenever i walk out of the house i'm representing my parents yeah. of course so I always want to make sure that I represent them well. Oh damn! I just myself. killed that. <laughs> no, <it's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but like, but without like not being myself, of course. Yeah. But especially with like, kind of everybody's my age is like having sex, drinking, yeah. smoking, and sometimes it's like, oh, let me see what the hype is about. Yeah. But then it's like, is it really worth, worth it? it? No. 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 <laughs> now. Damn, I don't want to corrupt you, but mm, can I say it? Some of the hype is worth it, like the, like the, <laughs> like the sex part <laughs> with the right person is so worth it. The only thing I say is protect yourself, and that's bad because I feel like a hypocrite because I'd be saying I don't want my sons. Well, I didn't say I didn't want them to have sex. I just don't want them to have sex in my house. If he and protect yourself, that's it. But. When I was in high school, I never felt that peer pressure. I was dating a guy. I think I felt pressure from him a little bit. And at the time, I thought it was love. I didn't think it was pressure. Mm-hmm. And we ended up being together for four years. But um, he's not my husband. He's not here now. So it, it was pressure, I think. Mm-hmm. But it was so worth it. And I know that's the worst thing to teach. All I say <laughs> is protect yourself and make him get tested. Because these little boys around here... I hear about these little boys. They stick it in and they irresponsible. They don't protect themselves. So always protect yourself. Mind, body, spirit. So, but don't have sex. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, I just think like, I don't, I've never like asked to be on like birth control or anything, but yeah. I feel like I would want to be before yeah. I start yeah. all, all, all that stuff, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of just like, Maybe me being scared to ask yeah. for stuff. It's what's keeping you up. Yeah, because I feel like if I ask them to think I'm doing it. Yeah. And it's like, no, not exactly. But I might be, th- I mean, you're almost 18. Yeah. I'm sure when they was your age, your daddy and your mama wasn't born a preacher and a first lady. I'm sure they were fucking in high school and stuff too. I'm sure. But, God, I'm so bad. But, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't tell them to listen to this show. But... Oh. <laughs> But you know what? It's smart that you are even asking. But just know that pregnancy is one of the huge things that can happen, but it's not the only thing. Yeah. So always remember to protect yourself and always. If I tell my son, if even though I don't want you to, you know, get your education, focus on school, focus on this and that. But if you decide, I understand you're a person, you have those urges. If you get to where you want to have sex and you find a girl, because, you know, some of these girls slick as fuck. Some of these little boys slick. And I, I say, if she be like, oh, I'm allergic to latex, well, tell her no gloves, no love. You feel me? Yeah. Ain't no babies. You know, you can get AIDS, you can get diseases. There are things that you can get that you can't get rid of. A baby you can get rid of. And I mean by, I am totally 100%, and I don't care who feel what about this, against abortion. But I think that it's a woman's right to choose if she wants. But I can't respect that choice i understand like if a woman get raped like how they have that new law if you get even if you get raped you can't you know abort a baby and all that stuff 
I, I, I don't, I mean, I understand, but I still don't get it. I think it's taking a life and, but I ain't against somebody getting killed if they fucked up. So I don't know. I'm weird like that. <laughs> but I, I think that a baby doesn't have a choice. Kids don't ask to be here. They didn't ask you to lay up and make them. So you shouldn't be able to abort them. That's how I feel. Don't lay up if you can't pay up. So that's how you think. If a boy started talking to you, ask him, Miss Kid, what you got? What can you do to support us? Yeah, we ain't having sex to make a baby, but what you can do if this happened, this, this, this. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to be smarter than yeah. what's out there. You're like, damn, I ain't want to talk about this. That <laughs> <laughs> <No>, was fine. <laughs> You got all quiet. Okay, I won't. I won't put no. I was just taking in the information. Taking it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I'm preaching, but I, I've been there. I've been a young girl, and thank God I never um, got pregnant while I was young because I was irresponsible. Well, no, yeah, no. My first boyfriend, I was irresponsible because he was super duper responsible. But with Martavis' dad, I was irresponsible. And look, I got Martavis. But I was 23 then. So, doesn't make it better. Doesn't make it worse. I wasn't married. I, we had a commitment. But once again, I was still young. Like, I feel like Martavis saved me because I was doing some roguish shit when I was that age. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like I could have did more if I didn't have him with me. So you have a lot of dreams, a lot of aspirations, a lot of things that you're pushing yourself to go to. So we'll stay focused on that. Yeah. Sex, you're not, if you, you can't miss what you never had, but it is one of those things that when you get it, it's worth it. If that makes sense. <laughs> that sounded so bad. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So we're going to go to something lighter. Um, I don't know where to go from that. Is there anything else that you want to share with us i know you say you don't want to share about your essays and stuff what about your speaking and things of that no um well you're not doing any motivational speaking yet no not yet okay um let's see well i could go back to like the singing thing okay uh since seventh grade i want to say that was like 2018 or something mm-hmm. uh I've been like posting online, seeing videos, okay. singing at church and stuff. And uh, ever since we've, my dad left the CME church, I haven't really been like doing too much of like singing in front of people anymore. Okay. But it's definitely something I want to get back into. Because I feel like it was like fun and it's like, uh, like, so why don't you sing something for us? You want me to get, I can't get your beat. Oh no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand. So where can we find some of your singing videos though? Uh my Instagram is my name. Uh, What's your t- name? You gotta spell it out. Oh T A M I E R A and there's an X behind that. And that's okay. all my social media. Oh yeah. So she on Instagram, what else you on? Snapchat and Twitter. Snapchat and you on Twitter? Yes. Don't follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Twitter too for the podcast. Um, but don't follow me. You can follow you can follow me, just don't let your parents know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm such a bad influence. Um, I'm not a bad influence because you're very strong minded, so I can't take it away. But I will say, um, this has been very good. And I almost was lazy and we didn't do it. So I'm glad that we did. Um, don't forget to check out Tamara's Instagram, Snapchat. And what else? Twitter. And Twitter. Uh-huh. T-A-M-I-E-R-A. 
with the X behind it. Yes. Okay. And then don't forget to check me out on Twitter and what am I on? So life open boxes on Twitter and then Hustler B Nicole on Instagram. Don't worry about Facebook. Facebook is like my Facebook is like for old people. Nobody ever <laughs> they never get live on my Facebook. I'm about to get off. But Thank y'all for tuning in to Life Open Boxes. Thank you, Tamara, for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was great. And then um, don't forget y'all to tune in next week where we live outside of the box. We think outside of the box. We talk outside of the box. We live outside of the box. And we are the open box. Don't forget to go over to my website, beacons.ai forward slash Brandy Nicole. Check out my website. Go over there, play around, look at the beautiful background, read my bio, and buy some books. My ebook, Fuck Around and Fall in Love, is only available on my website, but the rest of my books are still available on Amazon as well as on my website, but you can get them signed and mailed from me if you buy them off my website. So love y'all. Thank y'all for your everlasting support and have a wonderful day.